Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from Comic Book Men, also from a Shared Universe podcast network. Listen, I, I, I love podcasts. I have a podcast studio. I, but none of them really? compare to the Three Nose podcast. Them, uh, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. You're so modest. No, no excuses, my friends. You have no excuse to not subscribe to the Three Nose podcast. Listen, love it, learn it, subscribe, and then tell all your friends. Three Nose for life. That guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. There ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Ah, there we go. Ah, back in the saddle, got the actual proper beverage. Yeah. Ah, welcome to Three Nose Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Oh, oh, oh. oh, get, oh. The Come unofficial on. third chair is here. Come on. Oh, get older. Hey. One, get two, older. three. Oh, All right. Welcome, Leah. I had to get the dog up on the couch. Yeah, and there's there's my lovely wife back there. Say hi, dear. Hi. Say, hi, say hi to the podcast listeners. It's audio. Audio. Show. audio. Yeah, I don't know if that picked up. No. Um. So, hey, what do you want to talk about? You, uh, how's your addiction coming along? Uh, or lack thereof today marks, um, well, as of today, it'll be two weeks since I had my last smoke. Nice. So, uh, it's, I've had some rough days, yeah. but I've gotten through. I have not caved. I have not, you know, I'm out of, out of boy, out of boy. So, this today, if I get past today, this is the record for the furthest I've made it when I've attempted to quit before in the past. Oh, so, it sounds like a new habit is formed. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I do feel better. Yeah, like I am feeling better overall, but it's still there. Well, you're 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 trying to counteract how many years? Four years, four, four years, years, and with the last year in particular being, I th- I would think by uh, 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 pothead standards, pretty hardcore. Yeah, heavy duty. Oh yeah, all right. Like I I I don't know if my consumption it was actually at normal levels compared to what an average smoker would be. Okay, like it's kind of hard to define what an average smoker. It's, that's yeah. I've tried looking that up. Like, yeah. what is and I you can't find it. But uh, I don't know if uh, like a point three five of a gram, which is a, a common size for a pre roll. Okay, every two hours. Is that what you were doing? That's what I was doing, dude. Probably too much, right? Probably it, too you much. Can't, it's impossible to overdose on weed. Yeah, but. I was probably pushing that limit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Considering the other effects besides just what the weed does to my head and whatnot. Yeah. The other effects that it has on like your digestive system and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that's better. So. Oh, starting to move in the right things, direction yes, kind of thing. Yes. All right. So, you know. There you go. Again, it's, uh, you know, I still have my some moments and whatnot. Um, I'm not going to lie that, you know, every day I don't like. What if I just had once, once, you know, ah, yeah. but I'm not going to do that. At least I, I might consider that months down the road on the rare, like social occasion. Yeah. But not on just me sitting at home. I, I do not want to get back into that. Yeah. That's the thing that worried me about the situation. And once you get bored and so far, and that's, that's the thing, like, yep. That, yeah, I, I, I don't want to let myself do that sitting at home alone. Yeah. I might allow myself a smoke at a party or something, you know, but. Being a social butterfly. And exactly. All that. Exactly. You don't have any in the house, do you? No. Okay. Outside, so that, of, outside of some edible gummies 
That's it. Right. So the and I don't eat those. Like I, I might, but I my, even my sleep pattern has been pretty better? solid. Yeah. Like I, I, I sleep solid five almost every night. That's not the horrible. You a, need seven, but a solid five, and then you know, broken yeah, yeah. a broken another hour or two beyond that. Yep, I get you. But a solid five most nights. Oh, that's not bad. So yeah, my head hits the pillow just before eleven, and I I might wake up at four to Go start. Pee. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm happy with that. I've been feeling better. So good. You know, definitely moving in the right direction. Well, here I gave you one last week. There you go. Got another one. Thanks. I just what has made me uncomfortable is when I've mentioned it with other to other people, uh, other friends in our circle, and they like you're the man. You could you know too much. That's that yeah. that makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. So no, I'm I, I, a quick I, I a quick it. pat, and you know I'm doing it, no. but don't don't blow me up. <laughs> like I'm, I'm well, doing no it. no because then it feels fake. Yes. And you don't need fake when you need actual reassurance that you're doing the right thing and moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And right now, by the sounds of it, you're doing just that. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm not, I haven't started moving on any of the things that it was preventing me from doing, like writing or anything like that. Thoughts are in my head. Right. The wheels are starting to turn in those directions. Just, I haven't started putting things down. Just don't fucking. Put the cart before the horse. Oh, no. No. That's, and, why, that's why I'm not rushing anything. Right. You so, shouldn't be rushing anything and at the, all. The next big thing that I am I'm, that is part of this yeah. is cleaning up my zone over here. That's just a disaster. Crystal is, is like, she really wants that. That's why she got me another bookshelf. Yep. So we were talking about how to situate things. Going to have to move things around, but that's... Get that, you know, when you, when you have, it's a proven fact that if you live in chaos, it's, 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 it's poor. If you have, if you're organized and and whatnot, it's much better. Mm -hmm. I need to get there. Yeah. So, well, that's, that was the thing for me when I, when I retired, um, I deep cleaned our bedroom and it is organized. It is cool. It is dark. It is perfect for sleeping. Mm Mm-hmm. And I defend what I have done in that bedroom. Our our bedroom yeah. it, it is a bit of a disaster, but we also have like Christmas stuff piling. Well, and, you know, well, there's the situ- <laughs> situational. That's the thing. that's the main thing that's kind of overflowing right. us right now. But once you get sorted, yeah, the when it goes, you have to have the the spot to. Yep. deal with the chaos now we can start wrapping stuff and put right. it under the tree right. that's up there right. which uh, hey check this out hey google turn on christmas spirit jesus christ <laughs> 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 it looks like fucking whoville we don't have to don't have to go over there and push any buttons or pull any cords man that's, Fuck, no this is a technological <laughs> age you're right so, uh yeah yeah i i like that there you go <laughs> i'm gonna leave <laughs> that on <laughs> or does it bother you does that bother you? Doesn't bother nope. me at all. all it's, right. it's a fucking pagan tradition. <laughs> oh, okay. It, pagan tradition. Is that the term? It is. It's 100% a pagan tradition. Yeah, I guess that's not part of the actual Christian part, is it? No. no. What's the I Christmas that, part? The that, birth of Christ. Yeah, yeah. I get that stuff. Confused, in the Middle so. East. There's a whole lot of evergreen trees in <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> I guess not. I've never been there, but I guess not. 
anecdotally, as I understand it, it's mostly desert, right? Right. So okay, <laughs> okay. Unless you're hanging the stars off palm trees, maybe, just maybe, I'm sure or an acacia that. bush or something. Okay. The evergreen was a tradition from Scandinavian age. Okay. Where they would take a bough of evergreen and take it into the into the house as winter came in. Okay. Because sometimes winter in Scandinavia, you don't get any sunlight because of axial tilt and all this other jazz. Right. So they brought in part of the green of outdoors into the house to remind them there's nature that there is nature and it's not all gray and dark Mm. okay i've never actually knew the actual like history of christmas trees outside of i i that i knew it wasn't part of the christian religion but no but yeah all the all the ornaments uh they're all pagan-esque in um uh what's the word um being okay all the different things and they would decorate our, our ornaments are pretty simple. I yeah. do miss having like the the kids created stuff, but that stuff's just broken and disappeared over the years. Uh, it, it was like like flour and salt dough. Yeah. It's not built to last. Yeah. And, and I, I said, as many years as stuff that stuff goes on trees, it's going to suffer. And and, and I don't want to start falling down the rabbit hole of getting all the ornaments, like the you know the Star Wars ornaments yeah, and all that, yeah. like the stuff yeah. I like. I, the only ornament I wish I could still find. Was my Ralphie in the pink bunny suit from A Christmas Story? Yeah, yeah. I had that somewhere. I have no idea where it wound up. It's do you know not, what wasn't you do? Do you know what you do? You allow yourself one ornament a year. One like, ornament? Yeah. Why? Like the whole idea is to remind you of the light of mm-hmm. as you're trying to transit the dark half of the year to try and get you to the light half of the year. That's. Mm. The whole idea make you feel make you feel good to get through the winter right, blues, right? So to do that, allow yourself either like a Star Wars ornament or find refine that Ralphie I need one, Ralphie. right? So you put stuff on the tree that reminds you. I think I might have a leg lamp one too somewhere. Cool that I never put on the right. tree because it disappeared after we got it, and that's ten minutes. That was been ten minutes. That was ten oh. minutes. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Corny did the bye, bye TikTok. Bye TikTok. We didn't even say hi to TikTok. Bye. 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 TikTok. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. There's there we are. Christmas trees yeah. and all that. Yep. Yep. You got your tree up yet? No. No. I really don't have room for something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, your place is somewhat smaller. Your entire right. house fits in my basement, I think. Right. So <laughs> what we usually do to uh Oh no, don't discard that. I want to keep that. I pushed the wrong button. Whew. There we go. Well, one thing was Crystal was considering looking at. Um, and maybe we'll be revisiting it, is um, a half tree that you mount to the wall. I've seen the upside-down trees. Have you seen those? No. Okay, so how is yours goes to the point at the top? Yeah. Flip it upside down. Okay. So the point is on the bottom, and it goes up. So you have more room room at the bottom. But that almost makes it. You know, the, the traditionally, especially when you think of pagan religion, you flip something upside down, it's evil. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the upside down cross, and that's, that's what, I'm, what I'm thinking of. Uh, the upside down cross, that is a, uh, a Catholic thing. Is it? Yes. The I don't know religion. Yeah, you, 
There, there's I, some things you need to. I barely so, paid attention in Sunday school as a kid, only because they made me go. Yeah, don't say. <laughs> I, I had funny. My mom made me go with my cousins. Yeah. And then my cousins dropped out, but my parents still made me go alone. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Yeah. But no, um, a lot of the symbolism. You look at like the the pentagram, the mm-hmm. five pointed star. That's Satan. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody believes. Okay. Like that's the common belief. Okay. Do you see when you in your travels look around and you'll see some houses with the five pointed star? Yeah. I think there's two doors down from us that right. has one. Those are Satanists. That's just a star though. That's not an, a pentagram like a upside down pentagram kind of thing. Okay. So it all depends on where the the points are. Yeah, that's that was the. Uh, I guess I'm, I, rather than saying my belief, I want to say that was like the urban legend that I was led sure. to. Let me okay. put it that way. Sure. So the inverted, we'll call it inverted. Okay, inverted star. Yep. Um, can represent Baphomet. Okay. And it can also be just a different way of drawing a pentacle. Okay. And. The five points of the star, earth, wind, water, fire, spirit, the five elements. With those, with those five things combined, we call on Captain Planet? Sure, if that's what you want. <laughs> and, and if you don't think that wasn't a so there's hugely no, pagan. So there's no true like belief. Like, like There's no... No origin, dog, no dogma yeah, attached to it. That's the word. That's I cannot think of the word. I knew there was a word. Yeah. Dogma. It's dogma. Okay. It's it's what other people think and have has a good enough PR team behind them to make other people think the same way. Tom had Tom threw a line at me the other day in a text from Dogma, and I didn't catch it. Like I couldn't remember what it was from. Yeah. And so you know, I haven't watched Dogma, and Dogma was my favorite Kevin movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's been surpassed by Clerks Three, but. I, I it it warrant, I haven't watched Dogma in a couple years now. Yeah. So I think I need to revisit and and do you have you have I, a copy of it? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I have the Blu-ray. Oh, the Blu-ray. I have a Blu-ray of Dogma. Of Dogma. When did that come out? I don't know, but I picked it up. I I want to say I picked it up at a like a second hand or something. Wow. Okay. No, I, I said I have the DVD. I'm, I'm quite sure I have the Blu-ray over there. I'll okay. I'll look for it after. Right. Right. No, I didn't even realize they released it on because I, maybe I'm wrong. But I Harvey Weinstein has the rights to that. Yeah, and I know. he won't do anything with it that, just to spite Kevin. Yeah, that's why it's not available anywhere on streaming. Right. Yeah. So that's that's why, like when he said I got it on Blu-ray, right. that's what, what threw me about that I, a little I'm bit. Pretty sure it's over there. I almost want to hit pause and go look. Uh, I, mm. You know what? Okay. See, so, yeah, I really, well, I really think I should just go look for. It. Oh, look, I did. Oh, there, Here it, there is. it is. Yeah, <laughs> Blu-ray. I, I had no idea it came I, out. I don't Blu-ray. remember when I bought it, but I have it. <laughs> this is this is kind of blowing my now, mind. What 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 upsets me is I had the DVD originally yeah. that has disappeared because the DVD looked like a Bible. The DVD cover it was extra, it was double thick yeah. and it looked like a Bible. Yeah, that, that that's the one missing. I have. I've I've got the DVD one. That's the one that, that I had that went missing. When is this? Uh, copy nineteen. That's only going to show the copyright for the movie itself, right? Nineteen ninety eight or six. Ninety eight. Um. Hmm. 
Maple Pictures. Yeah, we'd have to have to Google to see when that was released. Yeah, 1998 comedy feature runtime 128 minutes. Well, and that, that prior to Clerks three was my favorite Kev movie, but I'm I, in my heart I gotta say Clerks three probably surpassed it. Hmm. But it's gonna be a close race. <laughs> it's like trying to pick your favorite child. Exactly. Xander. I've I've uh, I have thrown uh, that <laughs> link to the Clerks box set. Yep. To uh, a multiple of my kids, and? so we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> this guy in particular is like, mm, I'll keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> you have moved slightly ahead, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a, as much of a, a Cab fan as I am. So, Well, yeah. she was the one that wanted to come with us to go watch Tusk. Yeah. And, and we went and saw, I took her, we went and saw Clerks 3 at the Highland together. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. I was bawling while she was laughing. <laughs> My old man is such a girl. <laughs> what, it, what? It's not manly to be in touch with your emotions? I know. Really? Really. Uh, that, that's, that's such a misogynistic way to look at it. That's Misogynistic? Toxic. That's, that's toxic masculinity there, sir. No, nope, that's just masculinity. You're just <laughs> fucking... You're not just, by you're... today's standards. Well, your, your today's standards are... Woefully inadequate. We're, that that's a topic for a different show. Sure, that we'll get to eventually. All right. <laughs> Again, scheduling. Scheduling. Um, hey, what? To bring up. I'm talking about other shows. I did have a thought. Might as well talk about it here. What? Um. So we, we we're, we're putting the brakes on the saga game night yeah. option. Yeah. However, I think let's we don't need to fully put the brakes on it. Just pump them a little bit. Yeah. And just do tabletop like card games or something. I I think that might be a better way to go. Yeah. Um yeah, because trying to do a tabletop RPG is fucking impossible. The crosstalk. The crosstalk. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I don't think that would be yeah. work, but uh tabletop stuff you can have a little more fun. The yep. crosstalk doesn't matter as much. Uh, we yeah. can do that. So, um yeah, I, I was also thinking something along that line. You get a bunch of us together, have a tournament to crown the king of games. Ooh. Or each game we put like a value, a point value for a win and a second place. Right. Oh yeah. So and you, we just have a tally for like yeah. a season. So, okay. Like so a season. You have what? We can get six of us, eight of us. We could probably pull eight people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just do round robin style. Yeah. And like each each thing. Like a game, each 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 pairing plays, and then we can do use the G one scoring system. That's exactly what I was thinking. I can see the the bracketing. Yeah. So yeah, we can do that. That's easy enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that. We would have to come up with a title belt. <laughs> that. <laughs> come on. Yeah. It's a, a given given all of our history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh game-wise. Like, well, I've got that game magnetic with the, Oh the, yeah. <laughs> that was that that looked that did look intense. It was There's easy mode and hard mode. I was showing you that was easy mode that I played. The that game. was easy mode. That was easy mode. Is it the is that easy mode hard mode? Is that the size of the space? No, no. When you tip them up on the sides, okay, the magnetic fields are way bigger. Oh, because 
there the, the magnetic field is top and bottom. Okay. So when you tip it on the side, the magnetic field is now horizontal instead of vertical. Uh, okay. So as soon as you put one down, they all turn to in in <laughs> relation to the magnetic field. Yeah, that that would that'll be intense. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like uh, it. Um what are the games? Um now if you're talking like one V one type games, um, you know, options are well, a little bit tighter, but there yeah. there's, there's things to do. There. Like with magnetic it says it's up to up to four players. Okay. So what it is, um with two players, everybody gets 12 magnets. So everybody gets six magnets. And it's the f- first to empty your hand. Okay. That kind of thing. Right. So when you have four people placing them around, it's going to get interesting. Because you can you can have your strategy, but you got three other people with their own strategies. And Start, I, I started noticing uh, a, a Terrence strategy yeah. early on in that video. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Both of you started doing this one thing in particular, getting it there, and then if anything, oh no, no, no. yep, <laughs> you can that, 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 that. you can actually feel feel the magnet like in the magnetic field on it, and you just like you can you go slow, you can either feel a pull or a push with how how it is with the field, right? And if you go lean into the push, you can push the other magnet out of the way and get that it almost down. Feels on. like cheating. I think it's within the spirit of the game because you're playing with what you are given. Yeah. Hey, it's turnabout's fair play, right? Right. You, Everybody's you doing can do it. it. Everybody can do right. it. So, so yeah, it's it's a fun game. Okay, so we got magnetic. Yeah. Um, we could do lunch money. Lunch money. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lunch. That's money. a good one. Lunch money. If you're not familiar with lunch money, folks, it basically it is a playground beat down with yep. cards, mm-hmm. a violent card game. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Um, that the the ma- the the magic user game, the uh, Mystic Mages. Yes, that's that a good game. That's a lot of fun. Um, and goofy. And goofy. Um, Munchkin, but that's a bit of a longer game. That's right. You need something you can. Somebody in Munchkin is going to stop and strategize. Yeah. And that's going to slow it down a little bit. With all these other ones, it's just constant go. I think Flux could possibly work, but I haven't played it in a bit. You do get into strategy, but your strategy can change so quick. Right. Because the cards change so quick. Uh, Connect Four. Yeah, just go simple with some classic games. Yeah. Connect Four, checkers and shit. Checkers, you can do that. There's options. Yep. Go to that, that. Turns and tails and play have a crokinole. <laughs> no, no, no. My fingers started hurting as oh. you said that word. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I've I've had multiple crokinole injuries. I no, no. I can't do. No it. No wonder you call me a toxic masculine. <laughs> <laughs> a crokinole hurts, man. Oh, for fuck's sake! I've flicked the board so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kick, yeah. Kick, kick, kick. Oh, okay, fine. Put crokinole on the list. All right, it's on the list. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. So, yeah, we're going to have... Fucking wear hockey gloves then, you big baby. <laughs> you can't flick it. Oh, then you gloves. need to fucking suck it up, sweetheart. <sighs> get on the fucking Whatever. Field. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. Uh, hey, talking about games. We played uh, another RPG. or played an RPG. I oh, think. God. That fucking Warhammer 40K game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Brent. Oh, no. No? Fuck poor Brent. 
What was he whining? He spent the first half of the night still unconscious from the last session. Right. Gets up. We get moving. We move on to the next mission. Get into the fight. First round. Boom. He's down. <laughs> oh, well, it's the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But Boy, you're picking on me. Poor, I'm not. Fuck it. You just said poor Brent. But no, but it, that's. It, it sucks to be the player. <laughs> he's stuck. It's the but, it's but he's still the tune, alive. It's the tune that he picked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I I picked an Astartes. I got through the first combat unscathed, relatively unscathed. Me and Carter just fucking flip flop positions yep. last night. The only reason I think I've survived both of them is because I have that power armor. I'm the only one that starts with power armor. Yes. That's the it's only exactly. Thing. But yet. That doesn't entirely make sense because my defense is still lower than yours. Well, you have I can take you more have of the hit womanly thin armor. That's what it is. <laughs> You're more used to cooking and baking than fighting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Call me toxic I, I was, masculine. I, you know, I I don't I don't. I know. gotta fucking double down here. Did John? Did did, did it seem like John was a little? Uh, thrown, off, thrown off when I started asking questions about feminism and Warhammer. <laughs> well, considering where John come from, those questions probably didn't get asked a whole lot anyways. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> I just don't know the Warhammer world enough to know where things stand, right? Yeah. So trying to, I'm trying to feel out the character a little bit more. And sure, sure, sure. Should I be angry when somebody tries to treat me like shit? <laughs> you know? Well, I... Do you like it when somebody treats you like shit in real life? No. Well, there's your answer. I already don't like that lieutenant. <laughs> but he's nobody being... likes lieutenants, anyways, especially that, lieutenants. That lieutenant is a, an equal to opportunity asshole, though. Yeah. He wasn't just naming it. No, no, no. So you just you just have to you have to remember John is bringing a lot of experience. Yeah. In that position, so you just have to try and. Think around how John's going to react. That's that's the tricky part, especially trying to think about military tactics. Right. And being cake-eating civilians that we are, we have fucking woefully unprepared. I know what I know that I've learned from movies. Yeah. (laughs) How accurate is that? I guess the best movie to watch, the most accurate one, this is according to... um, YouTube series with veterans. Okay. The most accurate war movie is Black Hawk Down. Okay. They, they said that was that. the most accurate okay. depiction of military life. Never actually watched it. Great movie. I've, that's what everybody said. I know it's very highly regarded, yeah. but I just never did. Yeah. I've, I've watched the movie several times and I read the book and it's just like, this is nuts. Is that How, a true story? Yeah. Absolutely. 100% true. Thought so. It's, yep. Again, been a while. Yep. Been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, the 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 story. I know you said it's got Eric Bana in it, and you're not going to like it just because of that. Your I only, unhealthy hatred of Eric Bana, just because of the Hulk. Un- just because of the Hulk. Fucking let it go. <laughs> Fucking let it go. I I don't know if I've actually seen him in anything else. Well, you haven't watched Black Hawk Down, so you definitely haven't seen no. him in anything else. And um, I know he did. He he, he did. was an X Men. No, that was that was not. He wasn't an X Men that I'm aware of. Who am I thinking of? Who played Cyclops? Uh, James Marsden. That's okay. Yeah, definitely not Eric Bannon. No. 
No, I yeah, I don't think I've ever I have watched anything else that had Eric Banana in it. Wow, can't even say his name right. <laughs> Off of the Hulk, he had no say in I any know. of that. I know. So why, why, why? I, I just that that Hulk movie did not work for me on every level. It just it fell flat. It looked horrible. The like the the especially those freaking dogs. The effects what? looked like crappy Why? and i felt like nick nolte phoned it in how old is nick nolte at this time at that point he had to be in his 50s right so fuck give the guy a fucking break will you yeah but he, that, he's it, nick nolte's track record is fine give him yeah. one a fucking a mulligan which anyway. what's the first movie you think of for nick nolte uh the one with eddie murphy um, 48 hours 48 hours see mine's teachers hmm okay with uh, had Ralph Macchio and Judd Hirsch, sure, one of those guys. <laughs> All right, you don't like Eric Bana. Eric Bana's been in a fucking ton of stuff. I yeah, I don't know if I Eric the Castle, Full Frontal, Eric, All Saints, Chopper. Oh, he was in Chopper. That was a good one. Arctic Adventure, Something in the Air, Black Hawk Down, The Nugget, Finding Nemo, Finding Nemo. What? Yes. Who the hell? Who put? Anchor. Use the voice of Anchor. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Hulk. Troy. He was in Troy. Oh, okay. I only vaguely remember that. Yeah. Munich. Never watched it. Heard good things about that one, though. Yeah. Uh, Lucky You. Heard of it. Romulus, my father. Nope. Nope. The uh, the other Boleyn girl. I've heard of that title. Never. Mary and Max. Never heard of it. Star Trek, the movie Star Trek. He played Nero. All right, that was him. Yeah. Okay, that's I do enjoy him in that one. I thought he was a good villain in that one. Yeah. Funny People. Never, never watched it. Uh, the Time Traveler's Wife. I don't think I've 2009. Heard. He played Henry. Don't think I've heard of that. Seven point one on IMDb. Uh, that one doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Hannah. Hannah. Is that the? Like a badass girl taught in the, wil- so. in the wilderness? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Deadfall? I feel like there's been multiple movies with yeah. that title, and I don't know if that's sure. the one I've seen. Closed Circuit? Don't know that one. Lone Survivor? Nope. Uh, Chintuzi, Baby It's You, music video. Deliver Us From Evil? Nope. The Finest Hour? Nope. Special Correspondence? Nope. The Secret Scripture? Nope. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Who was he in that? He played Uther. Uh, I, I only watched it once. That's yeah. the one with that had uh, Charlie Hunnam, right? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember him in that. Uh, the Forgiven. Don't know that one. Dirty John, TV nope. series. Nope. The Dry. Nope. The Orchid. Nope. That's a podcast series. <laughs> okay. Back to the Outback. Hey, stay, stay in your lane, pal. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, that's the new one. Yep. 2022 Monterey Jack. I heard good things about that Chippendales, actually. I heard it was pretty fun. Not sure. Blueback. Nope. All right. So I've seen three films with him. Yeah. So you're fucking basing this bias, this unnatural hatred (laughs) to a man who's, who's, you haven't even given half an effort to see even a fraction of his uh, body of work. Yep. You. My opinion. 
I'm allowed to have it. You're fucking wrong opinion. It's my opinion. No opinion is wrong. Yeah, it is. Well, I know. Yeah, I better not. You might. You yeah. might want to amend that previous yeah. Oh, yeah, statement yeah. right there. Okay, I retract that. Statement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, Good. There, there, Good. There are such things as wrong opinions. Good. Good. Just call. not in this case. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I. I beg to differ, sir. I bet you, if Eric Bana tried to watch a, a fraction of your body of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I wouldn't even try to compete. There's no competition there. No, right. I, I, so I'm not, I, you I, need to fucking bow down to your betters, sir. Um, let's not go there. Really, yeah, I, really, bow really? down. Hell uh, no. Have you gotten paid for any of your? Uh, no. Then he is better than pro- you. I'm not a professional actor, then, obviously. Obviously, if I haven't been paid, I'm not a professional. Then so how, I wouldn't even. Then try how to are compete, you? And I don't need to bow down. How are you supposed to be? Uh, why are you comparing apples and oranges? You're really being so aggro towards me today. I'm not being aggro. To you. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that your opinion is shit, and uh, you need to get off fucking Eric Bannon's fucking back. What do you ever do to you? What do you ever do to you? Realistically, what do you do I, to you? I told you I did not like that movie. Well, that fucking movie. get the fuck over it. It's not that big of a deal. I man. know. I haven't watched it since. Well, then. I've never gone back to it ever. I have no intention to. I know it's kind of unhealthy, but it's also kind of a running kinda gag. Of unhe- kinda it's, unhealthy. I, I, it's it, it's more of a running gag than anything. I honestly what, don't. Whatever you got to tell yourself to get I your honestly, five hours of sleep at night, man. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I honestly don't care about the dude. I, Obviously you do, because every time somebody brings up Eric Banana, oh, the fucking Eric Banana, that fucking asshole, ruined my fucking childhood. It's it's a madhouse running gag, you know. It still stands. Speaking of that. Speaking of that. Uh, did you see uh, David K. Montoya's congratulation to us for yeah. 151 episodes? Yeah. This is 153. This is 152. 152. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not going to count my... Uh, my mini episodes that I throw in there. Sure. So. Oh. They're the minis. They're the minis. The three yeah. nose minis. Three, mo- three nose addendums. Addendums? Yes. I like it. So. I like it. I think that's how we're going to, sure. I'm going to title those from now on. Three three nose addendums. Cool. Yeah. yeah I like it. I like it. Um, you want to talk about wrestling? Sure. Because there was a show last night. There was a show last night. I am, I've only seen... Was it AEW? AEW Full Gear. Full Gear. Which, <clears throat> do you know where the title for that came from? I don't. Oh, is that the one way back in the day of uh, BTE? Was it Was it Page? Hangman Page showing up at the press conference announcing All Elite Wrestling. In Full Gear. In Full Gear. Yeah. And the Bucks turned it into a joke, which they then... T- turned into a freaking pay-per-view one of their uh, tentpole pay-per-views thus making that pay-per-view a joke basically yes okay but for all intents and purposes the show last night was very well received well the clips that i did see of it was okay uh christian got into a physical confrontation with rick fucking flair i saw that and i'm just like Ooh. As, as 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 much of a Ric Flair fan that I am, and I do, I, I consider myself a fan of Ric Flair. Yep. He needs to not do stuff like that. You're right. So his <laughs> his punches and chops looked like an old man 
throwing yep. bad punches and chops. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. He's so. I, I I I don't want to use the term, but it at times it almost feels like he's going to tarnish his legacy. I kind of felt like that with some of the things I saw him do in TNA. Yeah, when he was getting uh, smeared off iced. By the young dudes in Impact, yeah. I'm like, no, Flair, come on. But this is this is the, and that was 15 years ago, right? And th- that is 100 percent the the addiction, the sickness of pro wrestling. You just cannot let it go. I feel like he is the definition of it. Yeah, there. Well, Flair is Foley was Piper definitely was, um, like the song "Down with the Sickness." like wrestlers latched onto that and they're going 100%. This is definitely the sickness. Like I still fucking Jones for it. Do you? Yeah. Really? To the point where I'm going like when I, when I retired, I'm going like, okay, I have to be, I want to be my own boss. How do I do that? Well, I really don't have any other skills to fall back on. Oh, wait a minute. I was a pro wrestler for 25 years. <laughs> I almost made a few phone calls. And then your ribs started. Uh, no, no, no. And it's just like. This. The time has passed me by. And I'm so, so far out of the loop. Like, sure. I might be able to get one or two bookings. Right. But it's not going to be enough to. And when you think about that, do you feel like you would be able to perform to the level that you would want to be able to? No. No? Because I'm not physically at the level that I used to be at. Mm -hmm. Um, I would consider going back in to help elevate some of the the new guys, train new guys, get them ready and stuff like that. But not perform? Just background and I wouldn't want to be... Near the top of the card. How's that? Okay. Okay. Um, I just don't think I'm physically capable of performing at a level that some of those guys are at. I think you may be a bit of a rare breed that you've acknowledged that. Yeah. Compared to some of the stars we see that are still like... Yeah, but those guys... Those are the guys that did it all the time. That was their career. Mm. I didn't have the opportunities that those guys that's had. That's true, yes. Like, that's what they did for their job. That your, was their job. At the peak of your career, how often did you wrestle in a month? Oh, shit. We would go every other weekend to Windsor, and then the weekends that we weren't, we would, I would say, four or five times a month. Okay. Not, not, not anything to make a career. Not four hundred and five days a no, year like Hulk Hogan. Not, not even close to, not even close to that. Um, not even like we were. We were very picky about who we worked for, to our detriment. Like we were That's like where you got the reputation. Yeah. Okay. And. There were, there was like, yeah, we could have gone anywhere that there was a show and got on the show, mm-hmm. but we're, we were of the opinion, um, 
we were trying to be professional in a world full of amateurs mm. and professionals don't go seeking mm. professionals wait for the the promoters to call them and come have the promoter bring them onto their show that didn't work okay because we weren't air quote friends with a bunch of the promoters where the air quote friends of the promoters were always booked wherever it was. Right. And we're going like, well, we're good. We were really good, but we didn't play the political game that a lot of the the other guys played and it turned around and bit us in the ass. And when it was all said and done, we're going like, Oh, maybe we should have fucking been more friends instead of assholes with people 2020 hindsight and all oh, absolutely bit of an analogy crystal and i finished the fourth season of miss Maisel. yes yes that's the last episode is the episode where she turned down opening for tony bennett yeah because she vowed she wasn't going to do opening acts anymore yeah yep. lenny bruce gives her shit for oh her. yeah take <laughs> the fucking bookings whenever you can yeah. and that was the thing that 2020 hindsight again we should have played played ball with more people and we would have gotten more opportunity. Not that, uh, I don't know if you hold to this, but would you call that a regret? Is that a life regret? No, because we were, our integrity to ourselves was more important. Like we want, we considered ourselves professionals mm-hmm. in a in a world full of fucking amateurs. You think you would have been mistreated and misused more if you would have followed the normal line? Put yourselves out there more like that? Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you had gone against that that mindset. Right. Do you right. think you would have been misused or do you think you, we you would know? have been watered down. Okay. We wouldn't have been misused. There's nobody abusing or misusing us in any way shape or form. Okay. Um, do we want to, would we have wanted to go out and work in front of like 10 people and get no money out of it? No. You did though, didn't you? We've done, we did that a couple times and that was part of like, that was part of the decision. We're going like, no, this is stupid. We're going to go out there. One, we could get hurt for no money. Yeah. And all of us had day jobs outside of wrestling. Um, we we had to go, be selective, know who we were working, know what ring we were working that's, that's in. That's the most important oh, parts, right? The safety aspect of it all was massive in our decision-making process. There's, there was a couple of rings. I think I told you about the Wyerton one. Um, before, like... Before I know you mentioned Wyerton, but you got to yeah. the details. So the ring that we were in in Wyerton was a fucking death trap. How so? Just, it felt like it was falling apart. Ooh. Like every time you take a step, it felt like your foot was like sinking deeper than it should have. No support under the, uh, no under support. the boards? No the, support. The, the plywood was shit. Ooh. Yeah. So me and Nate had a habit of before the show going into the ring, finding all the shitty spots in the ring and we put a piece of tape down on the canvas to mark where tape, like don't do anything here. Like you don't know, you could end up going through the ring kind of thing. 
never thought like when I would see like Nate and and Shooter like working in the ring like before a show or whatever. I never thought that you were actually testing the ring. I always yeah. thought they were warming up. Not they were t- they were testing the ring. A and B in that. Okay. So yes, they're warming up, but they're also going through the motions of a match and finding out where they can work in that ring where the safest part of it that that ring in wireton when nate got done it looked like it was more tape than canvas yeah so we're just like oh fuck (laughs) um i was in a in a match in sudbury north bay north bay guy whips me into the into the ropes i hit the ropes i took a step off all i heard was clang 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 and the the part of the ring that I was in collapsed. Luckily, I'd still had hold of the rope. What had happened? The ring, he had uh, four by four like square steel tubes. Okay. Welded all together, and on the on the apron rails, he had like little knuckles where the the tube would sit on. Okay. And you're supposed to put a pin in and like a cotter pin right to hold that together uh-huh. well whoever put his ring together missed that step Oof. so when i'm running the ropes i take a step the ring bounces the the ring itself pops off the knuckle slides over comes and oh, crashes to the floor that's terrifying right that's exactly what i'm talking Jeez. about almost uh well, he was intentional, but the big show and Brock Lesnar thing, right? That collapse. They, did right. the whole thing come down, or just, just the one side? The one, the one side near the like the middle. Did of they the stop the match at least? Fuck yes, we jump. <laughs> we all jumped out of the ring and brawled to the back. Okay, and we're just like, oh, no, we are not <laughs> going back out there. Wow. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That you know, every once in a while, you still pull out a story I haven't heard yet. Did I tell I like you? That. Did I ever tell you the story about the ring that I broke in Sarnia? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Me and the lumberjack, Jeff Black. Oh, I see. Jeff, I never, ever saw Jeff Black work. Yeah. That's Sorry. one of those Sorry. names of infamy that I always heard you guys talk about. Jeff LeDuc. LeDuc. My, my bad. LeDuc. Yep. We were in a match in Sarnia outside. Um, Jeff hits me with a belly to belly suplex. All I heard was crack, and I could feel myself falling. I was like, oh, this ain't right. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm lying down. I take the bump, and everything feels weird. Like, I don't feel like I'm on a flat, stable surface anymore. Okay. I feel like I'm in a hammock. Like Foley going through the mat in that Hell in a Cell right. match. Right. So I'm just like, wiggle my fingers, wiggle my toes. Okay, those still work. Uh, I open up my eyes, and on either side of my head is blue. The Jeez. canvas of the ring is like is a blue canvas. I was like, what the fuck? You blew through the, the plywood? Yep. All I hear is, get out of the ring, get out of the ring, get out of the ring, from the referee. So I roll out of a hole and I roll down and I land close to the apron and I check and I lift up the apron and I poke my head under it and it looked like a fucking bomb had gone off underneath that ring. 
So what somebody had done, they had taken rafter stringers, nailed them to the the apron, and slotted the wood plank, like wood boards, uh. into the rafter stringers. Well, I was over 300 pounds at this point in time. Jeff Black was close to 500 pounds or 400 pounds at that time. So this was a wooden construction ring. Wooden constructed ring. That just sounds stupid. That's just the way it is. Jeez. So he hits me with this belly to belly. We fucking exploded that ring. <laughs> Damn. And it was it was one of those things. It was like, oh, shit. And the main event tried to go on after us. What? Shows, show must go on, bro. Yeah, okay. And we're just like. How'd they pull that off? Terribly. <laughs> the one guy, he was trying to do the, uh, you know that that uh, cartwheel handspring that Muda did? Yeah, Space yeah. rolling elbow? Yep. He tried to do that in that ring, in that condition, and we're like. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> Vaulting over the hole? Uh, it wasn't like, he was a big dude to begin with, and we're going like, why are you even doing that? Oh, I really like Muda. You know, I really like fucking Liar, but you don't see me doing his shit. Uh, you can really like a wrestler, but if you ain't like the same body type, right. you shouldn't be doing their shit. <laughs> you would think, but this is the Ontario Indies for you. Like these are the the fucking Ontario Indies, spilling tea. Um, Danger Boy Derek Wild uh, is in a match. Border City Wrestling. Kid Copeland is just happens to be on the show too. Ding comes over. Guy kicks Copeland, picks him up, gives him a burning hammer. First move of the match. I. <sighs> That's one of my biggest problems with modern day wrestling period. Right? Ugh. Wow. Kobashi does it. It's really cool. Kobashi has done it six times in his career. Yes. And it's his killer finish. When he can't finish with all his other stuff, he busts out that. There are no killer finishes anymore. No, because geeks get a hold of it and fucking run it into the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, I saw the uh, thing from Jake the Snake, how he's upset that the DDT has been so desensitized, Yeah, give, given uh, like what it was and what uh, it actually is. Right. When you're driving a guy's face into the mat. Exactly. You know. That's, they, they fucking, Shawn Michaels made the exact same joke. He goes, well, I'm sure glad they protected my finish talking about the super kick. Oh, yeah, that, that I, I know I have my history with my my. Fan fanfare for the young bucks back in the day. I yeah. acknowledge that, but the super kick party thing was I did I did never like that. No. Never, but I never. Liked that's that. the thing. I was going, oh, you're stealing moves and stuff like this. Everybody's done everything. Can't. There's a video of fucking Canyon way back in the day as Mortis doing the buckshot lariat. Saw it. Yeah. Okay. I saw that clip recently. So yeah. When everybody's going like, whoa, fucking Hangman Page. He invaded. He he. In, was the innovator of that move. Obviously not. No, he's not. <laughs> nah, he's not. So He's just the first one to use it in a long time. Right. Right. Yeah, some, you know, th- yeah, there's just too many killer moves. Like that's that's my biggest problem. But it's, problem. it's not even a killer move anymore. No. It's just a move. Yeah. I actually prefer Hangman's uh, Dead Eye. 
over the buckshot lariat as a finish. They did. That's the pile driver, but like over his back kind of thing. Oh yeah, like the the cop killer. Is that I I, I don't know what I, I feel I like mean, there is uh, another name for it, but he's basically he's holding the guy over his back with their head down. Yeah, and their heads basically at his ass, and yeah. he drops him in you know like a driver. Yeah, I think homicide or somebody did something like that called the cop killer. Okay, same same idea. Yeah, I I think yeah. that is a better finisher over the buckshot lariat. But that's still fucking dangerous because you have lost track of where your yeah. your opponent is. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, it is definitely a dangerous move. I saw a clip from some indie show uh, where there was like a springboard into a vertebraker, like the guy caught him into a vertebraker. And like the vertebraker is one of the stupidest moves uh, ever. Yeah. And, right, right alongside and, the fucking destroyer. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's another clip I just saw this morning where there was, I, I think it was Dorado, is his name. Lindsay Dorado dove through the ropes to a guy on the outside and nailed him with a with a destroyer on the outside, like in one smooth arc. If okay, which looks cool, yes, but that's better for a, from a physics standpoint. Yeah, because it makes a little more sense. But when you when you jump and you stop. Mm-hmm. There's no momentum, and all of a sudden, that guy flips himself, defies all fucking logic and sense. Uh, it doesn't make sense. There was a clip of Karrion Cross at a house show the other day, and he apparently has some new finisher. I don't know what it's called or anything. Yeah. I can't even really describe it, but... It, it almost looks like a, a version of like a black hole slam or something, you know, where they grab him and they spin. Yeah. But he has to, he catches the guy one way and then shifts the momentum the opposite direction. You've just killed the momentum. Right. You've, that, that move doesn't make any sense anymore. No. You've because, killed the momentum. Yeah, because everybody's trying to be innovative. No. Yeah. Don't be innovative. As soon as you have momentum one way and you shift it in the opposite direction, right. you lost you lost right. me on that move. There's another move that I've seen. You you've probably seen it from clips of uh, the Japanese women, the tequila shot. Yes. That is another one that just defies logic to me. Um who is it? She just retired, but she did the Quex, the Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl? Yes. Again, that's right in the same vein of I I took a closer look at that recently because of her announcement of retirement and everything. Yeah. It's a twisting uh crucifix bomb. Is basically what the Quetzalcoatl looks like. Okay. It's a it's they're almost twisting in with a with a crucifix bomb. Sure. So it, I that one kind of works. But yeah, it still defies a bit of logic, right? Because you know, who's actually landing where, right? What? And who's initiating this move? Yeah, especially if it, it's it's if you're at a dead stop, and the person execute air quote executing the move has all their limbs off the mat. How are you fucking doing this? Yeah, how? Yeah, that's that that's the logic of modern wrestling. No, that is the illogic <laughs> of modern wrestling. Yeah, and that's why there's a lot that doesn't work for me, and that's why I don't watch shows shows as much. I so, might watch <laughs> clips. I yeah. fast forward through stuff. But, but there's just too much nonsense out yes. there. Having this conversation with Shooter on a message group, and we're just like talking about AEW, and just like hey, fucking, it's unwatchable. And I want you know the, what the world needs is more UWFI. UWFI was I've that at where? Japan, old Japan, old Japan. Okay. Yeah. So it this is like uh, Takata, 
Um, Vader was in it. Okay. Gary Albright. Okay. The like, Actually, old shoot style. I've seen stuff. a few yeah. clips from that recently, too. Yeah. So. I've, I've, I've showed you stuff of that where they, it's got uh, a point system. Uh, if you grab the ropes, you lose a point. Okay. You have, okay. Like, you that's player somebody has, that had yeah, that. Okay. That's I UWFI. You. Okay. And it's, it's more of a shoot style. So it's a lot of uh, striking, uh, open hand striking, and um, that's what, suplex. That's, the, that's what I want. That's UWFI. That's what I want, right. and there's just not enough of that today. There's none of that. Yeah. Well, you get you get shades of it from certain some people at times, not but at it's not level. enough. Not, not nearly the, enough. As close as you're going to get to that, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Okay. When it was uh, Barnett versus Suzuki, oh. Murder Grandpa. Oh, great match. No ropes yeah. in a wrestling ring. Yeah. That right there that said, there's a lot of people have been in that and tried to do air quote wrestling in that style of ring. And without ropes, these fuckers are lost. I've I've so. only seen two of those matches, Barnett in both of them, Barnett and Suzuki and Barnett and Mox. Yeah. And Mox. Mox was okay, but he was Suzuki. Right. That was fucking awesome. Because Fucking Suzuki and Barnett have shoot backgrounds. They know what an actual fight is. John Moxley is a pro wrestler. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, and he, he does get ex- exposed a little bit at, uh, in, at certain times in matches. So a little bit. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. I I was actually surprised that uh, he lost to Cassidy last night. Especially after okay. the buildup with uh, with him no selling right. Cassidy's finishing right, right there. You expose the business. If if Moxley is supposed to be this badass shooter that everybody, why is he losing to fucking Orange Cassidy? Yeah, oh, I, yeah. That's I, I was surprised by that. Like you it, on paper, you look at Moxley, you look at Cassidy. I said the exact same thing the week before about the Bucks and Hangman versus. Uh, Fucking Brian Cage and the other two yeah. giant dudes. Yeah, the Gates of Agony. Right. Yeah. If you show a non-wrestler a picture of each guy's and say, and like you said, you ask him in a fight, who do you, who do you think would win this fight? Mm-hmm. No, no background, no context, nothing. You look at that. Look at those three guys. You look at those three guys. Well, you automatically are going to pick the giant three guys. Go if you go back to let's say pre mid nineties, mm-hmm. that should have been a monster squash. Should have should have been a monster squash but, by by early ninety old school standards. But when you are fucking executive vice president, you get to fucking pull the trigger on what kind of match you want. Yeah, yeah, that still that still pisses me off. Yeah. But I that's why I turned their matches off. I watched the first half of Dynamite last week. Yeah. And as soon as the Young Bucks were on there have, having a match against a couple of luchadors and it was just flippy, 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 uh, I'm done with this. I turned it off. The fucking Bucks have turned into your version of my Lex Luger. <laughs> the analogy kind of holds. It does, doesn't it? Um, uh, what else happened at that ADW? One thing I, uh, I, I, I will probably seek out that pay-per-view just because there's a couple matches I do want to see. I do want to see the MJF Jay White match because I love MJF. I MJF to me is the gold standard of what a modern wrestler should be now. There, he's got old school flavor with some modern modern uh, flair in there. Yeah, the one I do, the one part of that match I do want to see is when MJF put uh, Jay White on the table and the table collapsed. Oh. 
and everybody got on fucking MJF for it, and he fucking did the move anyways. Yeah, I was watching that. I went, jeez. Yeah, that 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 was a that was a hard bump. I saw that clip. That yeah. was a that was a nasty bump. And <laughs> fuck. Um, I, I do want to see the the TBS championship match. Chris Statlander, Julia Hart, Julia Hart and Sky Blues. Julia Hart winning. She's had a great evolution. She's on fire lately. Yeah, she's she's really stepping up. And Sky Blue's right behind her. Sky, I think her Sky Blue's gonna get a title shot and may even win. Like, like she's she's coming up good. She's she although she had a match on Dynamite that I did see and eh, it was a little rough for the finish. Right, but. She, they're, they're, she's, she's, don't she's, okay. Just because somebody's somebody is showing a little bit of a flash, you don't instinctively shove them into a title picture. No, they're no, not. You, you gotta let them ruminate. Yet, you gotta right? let them simmer for Percolate a while. Percolate and yes. fucking come along. Get, get a lot of work. a lot of these. That's a you have a lot of these problems where guys are not ready to handle those championship yep. fucking duties hmm. or whatever. Hey, question what? Um, where's Jade Cargill? Jade what? Jade Cargill. Oh, <laughs> you saw that. You saw that too, did you? I know you saw my quote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they were like, "Where is Jade, Jade Cargill?" And so I think somebody goes like, "Oh, they've they've seen her wrestle, and they've re-de- redecided to uh, reevaluate where yep. she's at." And I said, "I am not surprised. Oh. I called it." I called it. Yeah. She is not ready to work at that level. Yes, she has all the character aspects, but she doesn't have the not even close to the ring work. No, no. she's got fifty percent of the package, mm-hmm. and the other fifty percent is fucking ability to wrestle. You can put her in there with fucking Natty from now until fucking ten years from now, mm-hmm. and she just might not get it. She looks great. She's got a great character. She's great on the stick. But when it comes, this is not a soap opera. She's going to end up being a valet. Or she's going to end up being a valet manager type. That's what she's going to end up doing. The only way you do that is to give her experience. And the only group I see her doing, like, that would fit, would make with Bobby Lashley and Street Profits. They do need a female. They, right, just to fill out their rank, if the, if they're ever gonna go like up against Judgment Day and stuff, right, right, they definitely need that. Yeah. Yes, and they don't want to put, they don't want Bianca Belair. She did, they don't, her and Montez don't want to work together. Like no, that. no, and like I said, they Bianca Belair's a super baby face. Anyways, nobody's not going to cheer for fucking Bianca Belair. That's true. So, I don't entirely get it because she's good, but I don't, I, I, she doesn't quite work for me at that level, but. She's she's good. She just, she she's a natural athlete, but sometimes that just doesn't translate into professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the only person I see Jade Cargill, Bobby Lashley, and Street yeah. Profit. Yeah, because you got three alpha athlete black dudes. Yep, and. Who who do you fucking slot out in the like? Yeah, they they don't have they don't have anybody else that no. would be strong enough to stand up with them. No. Like not character right wise, looks wise, yeah, like Jade Cargill's stature. Just she's fucking an incredibly well put together human being. Yes, she is. 
that just yep. again we've seen this time and again. It doesn't fucking translate All into flash, wrestling ability. No substance, right? Oh, yeah, it might end up where she becomes a valet. Yeah, and yeah. that hope they get their money's worth out of her. Well, well <laughs> they 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 got a shit ton of uh, um, PR out of her. Yeah, oh, yeah. like. Her standing out in front of the new WWE headquarters, fucking, she she made the building look like a million bucks. Yep. She, and, like, the building, like, that setting made her look fucking phenomenal. Did not tr- quite translate into what everybody was hoping they would get out of it. Yep. And that's that not a surprise. Uh, yeah, it'll be, I'm, I'm, I am curious to see what happens yeah. with her. And how long it takes. But the other guy that the WWE is looking actively looking at recruiting, Kazuchika Okada, that is a total package right there. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I know. My, I'm, I'm on record that to me he would be wasted there. But I can get it if that's you know, I, like you said, his best one of his good friends Nakamura yeah. is probably hyping it up because it's a lighter schedule and all easier that easier on the body. So Okada's thirty. Six thirty-seven. How yeah. long has he been wrestling? Well, is he at twenty years yet? Probably. Okay. Yeah. So, no, but he he's he's been in forever. So I would I I, I can't remember what it is, but I saw that there's a, a Joshi wrestler. Um, she's like in her mid twenties, and she's already been wrestling for ten years. Right. <laughs> like, I saw what? that too, and like there was one of them. It was like one, I think it was one of the girls that recently recently retired, and I was like, "Yeah, she's twenty two and nine years is in." I'm just like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> they start them young over there. Yeah, they do. Kazuchika Okada is age thirty six. He's only thirty six. Uh, he's only thirty six. Wow. Uh, six foot three, two hundred thirty six pounds. That's fucking right in the WWE wheelhouse. Oh yeah, guys. So. He de- he debuted uh, August 29, thousand four. Two thousand four. So he's nineteen years. Nineteen years. He's coming up on twenty. Years. Right. And he's done everything he could possibly do in New Japan. Yeah. Um, the fact that um he's gotten people like he, like he it almost sounds like he's controlling what the main event of Wrestle Kingdom could be. Why 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 couldn't he? But he's not, and he's not the champion. That's the weird part. Okay, <laughs> Sonata's the champion, right? Who is a very pale comparison to Kazuchika Okada. Yes. So I like Sonata, but yeah, he's not Okada. Right. Okay, Okada, with or without the championship belt, is going to be the main event. <laughs> yeah. Well, and at this point, why? Why? Because it's Okada. Because it's Okada. Why is it Okada? Okada. He's the best fucking wrestler on the planet right now. Yes. And he can dictate. What he wants to dictate. If he wants to wear his long pants, he's going to wear his long pants. And if he wants to wear his trunks, he's going to wear his trunks. I don't care what he what he wears in the ring. I honestly oh, don't. If he wants to come out with a red fucking balloon and act like a fucking fool, hey, that was a fun that was a fun time for him. The him with the streamers and shit, and like yeah, yeah, being goofy. Yeah, yeah. thanks, fucking young bucks. For, oh, was that the young bucks? Yes, the young, that was a fucking okay. uh, the elite. Era. When I just he, remember when he was uh, 
he was doing something and it was like a nod to to Osprey. He was doing the pip pip or something. Yeah, he was also doing some stupid shit with Skrull, and that was all the Elite era. Okay, and it was that was the the stuff. And it was like they had taken New Japan and fucking made it fucking North American Wrestling East. That's all they did. Yeah, 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 right. and. To to a lot of purists, and I consider myself one of those guys, they fucking destroyed that promotion. Because their egos would not let them... I'm talking about the elite, the Kenny Bucks, and all those other guys. Mm-hmm. Their egos would not let them operate within the system that made that promotion what it was. They thought they were bigger than yeah that yeah that that did become very obvious yeah and then they didn't like it so what yeah. they did they they found a fucking rich mark rich money mark and they opened up their own promotion. What is your honest opinion of Kenny Omega? I hate him. You hate him? Yeah. He, to me, he was the guy that started the fucking uh, pay to play. He's the guy that flew himself over. To Japan, not booked on any of these shows, worked for free, and started to bring his his friends over for that, ruining any opportunity for like people. Like he would get people blackballed, and really, yeah, he was pulling that much politics. He was pulling, he was politicking that much. Okay, I I didn't realize he had that much yeah. that much pull. Yeah, he, prior to the when he was at the top of uh, uh, New Japan, right. Well, okay, when he was at the top of New Japan, who was over there with him? Yeah, all those guys. Right. Yeah, all his friends. Yeah. So he's the guy that started all this fly myself over and try to get book shit. What's your feeling on his ring work? He's an acrobat. It's it's watching a fucking uh, tumbling exposition. His five-star matches that he had, who he's in the ring with? Okada. His top matches are Okada. Right. Do you think he could have got any of that out of anybody else? Mm, probably not. Right. So who who's the better wrestler yeah, oh, in that? Oh, I, I definitely put more stock on Okada. Absolutely. I, I am a fan of Kenny in the ring. I am a fan of Kenny. Okay, that's that I, I, I that I can't I can't break myself up. I enjoy watching Kenny for the most part. Sometimes it goes a little too far. Uh, the match with uh, with Osprey at All In, uh, you know that. Yeah. That freaking tiger driver. Come on. Again, that defies logic and the psychology of the match. And he's gone on record and he hates anybody that says he's he's not working the match properly. He's not doing psychology. He doesn't like it when people say that. That was a, a gag they had back on BTE way back when was that he had the book of ring psychology or something. Right. Why? Because he's mocking it. Yeah, I guess I just I I'm, I'm blind to that. I was I, I I've been blind to that. Yeah, because you like the sizzle. But in that, in, that, in his case, I do like the sizzle that right. he puts out. Right. I, no. And from your perspective, yes, that's you bought the sizzle. Mm-hmm. That's why you watch pro wrestling. A lot of that thing. From my perspective, he's going. He he's gone into business for himself. More times than anybody cares to try and count. 
and his his it's his way or the highway, and a lot of people got pushed out of the way. Hmm. Oh, I I feel like I have noticed that. I just I'm blind to it. Yeah, but like I don't know the guy from Adam. I really don't. And all I all I know is what I see him in the ring, and when he when he cuts those fucking childish mocking promos. It's just like I, I am turned off by that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his promo work. No, no, that 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 is where he does lack sometimes for me. So, but um, back to the AEW pay per view. Oh yeah, we were talking Hangman about and Swerve. I like Swerve. I, don't, I like Swerve a lot. Yeah, I don't know much about Swerve. I haven't watched a lot of Swerve stuff, but when I do see Swerve, it's usually on a promo, and. Fuck, he cuts a promo like nobody else. He's really good, really good for promos. I really dig him in the ring. To me, he's he he has a similar style to Zack Saber at times, where he does odd twists to get out of things. You know, like okay. how Saber can can escape almost anything by twisting in weird ways. Yeah, Swerve does that a lot. Okay, and and, and but it, and almost like. He's twisting the wrong way and still getting out. Like he he managed to pull that off. Yeah, he does get into some some flippy stuff, but to me, I don't see unnecessary flippy from him. It if he's working his style to his to his topness, I don't know how like how to explain it. He's he's doing what's best for him, and. That that could have been one of the reasons why he got canned from the WWE because he wasn't towing the company line. He wanted to do go his own way. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's making better success in AEW because it's so fucking wild west in the AEW. Yeah, the the my biggest problem, and this has been my problem with Hangman Page for a while now, because uh, so you come off whether you're a fan or not one of the most intriguing two year, two plus year stories between him and Kenny Mm -hmm. ever since then, every program hangman's been in goes from zero to 60 in a very short time. You have one match, you're angry at each other. Oh, we got to have a death match. A death match should be like the end of a story and it should not happen in just two months. You've just described AEW top to bottom to a T. Yeah, they've lost the long-term storytelling that they built, they, they started on. That I that held me, and, and I'm quite sure a lot of other people. I know See, I've seen similar sentiments online. When you have as many people under the employee that AEW has, you can't long-term book. Yeah, their, their roster bloat is, is insane. It's massive, yeah. So how do you how do you get like Tony Khan's the guy that does all the booking? How do you keep all this shit straight? You don't. You don't. So he's definitely lo- lo- he's, lost he, control. He's hot shotting all over the place now. It's yeah. fucking patently and obvious. Get me wrong, Osprey's great, but he's now he's just gonna get lost in that shuffle. Yeah. You know, yeah, he'll have some high profile shit, but who who are we not seeing? Who are we missing out on? You know, like Miro's got a program going on Collision now, which is interesting with his wife managing other people, yeah. feeding him basically. Sure. Can and can see the writing on the wall. Yeah, it's yeah, intriguing. Yeah. Miro should be Miro's great to watch. I like I like watching Miro work. Yes, 
But you just you just got to look at who's on top right now in AEW. Miro does not fit in that mold. But he could. They just need to get but him. But you can't. You 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 have the the fucking Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, fucking MJF. Those guys, those are the guys on top. And Jay that, White. But that's where a guy like Miro needs, they need to start building them as the monsters that they are. They don't know how to do that. Yeah, and that's, that's, that is one of the biggest issues right. I have. Um, the Going back to the deathmatch thing, I, that just sounds like too much. Like the drinking, like they were drinking blood. Yeah. That's... And like, that, come on, that's too much. The fact that Swerve won surprised the hell out of me. Because Hangman doesn't lose death matches very often, but I honestly don't care so much about that storyline. No, and, no, it's and now Swerve is really getting set; like he's really getting a push. Good, good. So he's it's different, and and nobody knows who's going to be the one to beat MJF for that title. MJF, it, we don't know for sure, but his contract's coming up. The bidding war of 2024 is coming. Okay, we yeah. don't know if he's re-signed. We don't know if he's already, you know, we don't know how much they've done there. Done there. But the story they've built with MGF, now that he's a babyface-ish, because he's still a scumbag, he's, everybody he's pissed off over the years is coming for him. Okay. But MGF does not fit in the WWE. No. I don't, I, I don't see him leaving. No. I honestly don't. Not no. yet. Anyways. He's He's not leaving right now because he's the fucking... Bigger fish in a big pond. He's the guy. You take MJF and you put him in the in the WWE, he gets exposed. You think so? Oh, it's a fucking much bigger stage. Sure, he could fucking blossom. Very well could happen. Mm-hmm. Or, but it's a completely different style. It is, and he adapt. We've seen the opposite way with uh, Edge in particular. Yeah, Edge Edge doesn't seem to be meshing well with the AEW wrestling style no, no. because he's wrestled the WWE yeah. style for so long. Right. And some guys just can't shift. Christian had time to learn the other right. styles when he went to impact and all that stuff. So he's made it work. Sure. Edge has struggled. Yeah. Well, Edge is also fucking oh, yeah. old and <laughs> yeah. he's really set in his fucking ways. Um, do you know who's really fucking Fallen under the fucking radar, big bad way. FTR. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, were they even on the card last night? I guess they were because uh, Dax. Yeah, Dax showed a picture of himself flying back to black home. He had a fucking split open head and a fucking black eye. And he goes, I wonder what all the other people in business class think of uh, this. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? Fuck those guys. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that is definitely the most underused, like, yeah, the best tag team on the planet right, right now. But are they? <laughs> well, without title belts, nobody right. will acknowledge that. But they are, and to my mind, they they are definitely in the, the the conversation for best tag team of all time. Sure, sure. But And again, it's it, just like MJF, it's because they pull a lot of old school. Right. Because old school just works better. You know why? Why? Safer. Guys can do it more. Yeah. You don't fucking crush body parts. For, why do you think Hulk Hogan could wrestle 400. 435 days <laughs> out of a year? Really? Realistically. Yeah. Like, 
work number or not, how do you think Hulk Hogan managed to do that for as long as he did? Yeah. That style that they do. Yeah. I, I do. I, and I've thought about this. It, it comes up a lot more lately, especially when I see a lot of the stupid shit that I don't like in wrestling. Right. Uh, I miss kayfabe. I yeah. really miss kayfabe. And, and you, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I really do miss that. Um, you know, some of the promo work, especially Hangman and, and Swerve got personal. Sure. I don't like that. At least not when you're only a month and a half into a story. Right. You know, build that. You know, give, take it time. You, you go personal at the last, like when you're absolutely getting ready to. When you've it. both beaten the living shit out of each other on a fucking, on the regular for a couple months and nobody's getting over on the other guy. Everybody, you're you're at a stalemate. You got to figure out something to give you an edge. And that's when you whip out the personal card. Mm -hmm. It's usually been nobody brings family. Nobody gets personal. You Mm -hmm. just keep business doing business. Kayfabe and not kayfabe. So when you finally break out that, the family stuff, that means somebody's done messing around. Swerve and Hangman. Uh, Swerve a couple weeks ago was at Hangman's house. And threatened his family, like he even like was in the room where his kid was supposedly sleeping. I don't think he was actually there. No, um, but you know he said, and "This kid's mine now," kind of thing. Like you owe me a debt. This kid's mine. Like I'm like, that's a little much. That's kind of creepy and all that. But then, Kelman last... nine millimeters says, <laughs> "Oh, yeah." Um, but then they have a they did a promo on Dynamite this week. Yeah. You know, oh, I saw they that. weren't allowed to touch each other or anything. Swerve didn't even get a word in. Because Hangman just grabbed the mic and just started went personal. He said, "This, I, you know, is your selfish. That's why you got fired two years yeah. ago. Oh, you went and, off on non, and that's why your wife left and your kids don't talk to you and all that." Yeah. Now, like, so I'm like, whatever. But yeah, he made me laugh with the Nana stuff. Yeah. He said Nana's using you because Nana, Nana comes out. He does a silly dance. He sells his T-shirts and then he buys weed from the high schoolers in the parking lot. That made me chuckle. But then he goes, so yeah, on Saturday, I'm going to kick your ass, and then I'm going to kick Nana's ass and take his weed. <laughs> and I fucking laughed so hard. <laughs> and the crowd started saying, take his weed, yeah. take his weed. <laughs> but that's the thing. A lot of wrestling now, like the modern wrestling, all they do is try to get the crowd to chant. Re- chant. Yep. And, yep. and I'm just like, that's not how it's supposed to fucking be. No. But no, outside of, you know, a catchphrase here and there. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, you don't want them to chant in the middle of your promo. Have you, there was watching a clip. It was, um, back in the day, uh, Vince McMahon was in the ring, uh, triple H against the rock, uh, Briscoe and Patterson were the guest referees. Shane was a referee and they're beating the piss out of the rock. Okay. And. They're going to screw the rock over for the championship. Okay. Glass break. Stone Cold comes out. Of course. Do you hear pops like that anymore? Very, very, very rarely. Nothing even close. Like you, you, you can get some big pops. But you're not. You're not no. getting that kind of. You're pop. not getting those no. reactions. No. So, you know, again, rare occasions, hometown guys, that kind of thing, like Osprey and Wembley. Well, yeah. But, you know, that, again, rare occasions. Rare occasions. Yeah. No, you're not getting Road Warrior Pops. Ooh. You're not getting Stone Cold Pops. Ooh. No, no, absolutely no. not. Those those days are long gone mm-hmm. because everybody is 
all about the irony of wrestling and mocking it and stuff like that. You're just yeah. like, take it seriously. This is supposed to be a business. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just cracking jokes and... Back to Dynamite, they had that stupid street fight bullshit at the end of Dynamite. Yeah. And I know you saw Kota Ibushi on the bicycle. Oh. God, that just... For, that. for somebody who's supposed to be a fucking apex athlete, Kota Ibushi almost fucking killed himself. He, did, he looked like he didn't know how to ride a bike. No. No. And to, to fucking... I don't know what he had, a fucking foam sword? A, 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 a lead pipe, supposedly. He had a, a pipe. A pipe. Yeah. To to fucking joust Lance somebody. He, he swung it at, at a few guys, but because he was riding the bicycle, and which he was not riding very fast at no. all, um, his swing was very weak, and yet they sold it like a gunshot. Right, because they and were all I could to. see, when I'm seeing coming down, with the, just how quickly he was coming down on that, like, this is incredibly stupid. Anybody, I... Could have kicked him off that bicycle, or 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 here, here when he's coming towards you, step out of the fucking way. Yep, my thought was kick the fucking tires, kick the bike out from under him. He's oh, gonna face fuck. plant. The, okay, the dude, the dude's on a bicycle. He's got a fucking lead pipe, right? This yep. is what we were, were trying to get across. Just fucking step out of the way. Yeah, yeah. He's not fucking, limited range. <laughs> he, yeah, he's not fucking Lance Armstrong speeding down the fucking Champs Elysees. No. no. Guys walked down the ramp faster than he was coming right. down on that bike. Right. And just fucking step out of the way. It was stupid. And I called it out on Twitter. Simon Miller liked it because Simon Miller, goofy wrestling for life. I like Simon Miller a lot, but we don't agree on everything. And he actually called my tweet out and like, okay, we can agree to disagree. Like, <laughs> you know, but no, that move no. was just, I said, that's not even goofy. It was stupid. Yeah. It was dumb. Mm-hmm. Dumb, and there were, I saw somebody on Reddit. It was like uh, Lance Archer fucking looks terrifying coming down the ring on this one time, and I'm I'm going okay. Let's see how fucking terrifying Lance Archer is. He comes down walking down the ring, and he punches one of the ringside boys. Then he goes over and punches the other one. Like I'm not terrified. No, this he's is- lost. He's lost the murder hawk monster feel. Yeah, I think he completely lost it. Why would you think that happened? Well, he hasn't been used in forever. Well, the Cody Bucks don't like. Oh, really? Looking. Well, yeah. again, on yeah. paper, yeah. you fucking put Lance Archer beside Matt Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And you you ask a non wrestling person if these two were to fight, who do you think would win? They should just have just monsters just destroying everybody. They got Lance Archer. They got. Wardlow, he's he's a big dude. He can throw guys around. You got powerhouse Hobbs, who just a, no. AEW is a lucha promotion. It's a small boy promotion. It's they got the big boys in there because I don't know why. Just so that the little guys can be giant killers, right? And have somebody to fucking jump on mm. safely. Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a lucha promotion. The young bucks, Kenny Kenny Omega, they're lucha guys. Lucha is small, flippy dudes. Yeah, I'm not you mad. have you have even Edge is too big to be in AEW. Yeah, yeah. Miro yeah. is too big. Claudio 
is definitely uh, too big to be in fucking AEW. Yeah. Lance Archer, Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, all those fucking guys that you talked about should be on NXT. Not main roster? Fuck no. No? They're not ready for fucking prime time, especially Wardlow. Well, no, yeah, Wardlow especially, yes. Right. Wardlow still needs a lot more season. Powerhouse Hobbs has fucking drank the Kool-Aid like nobody's fucking business. Saying AEW's on par with WWE. Yeah, that, yeah like, that's ridiculous. Dude, you're, you're already in the promotion. Stop fucking brown-nosing fucking Tony, Tony Khan's ass. You already got a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was stupid of him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, you, how, how quickly did everybody laugh at fucking Powerhouse Hobbs for over that? Yep. I laughed uproariously to see when he, AEW's exactly like WWE. Not by a fucking long no. shot, pal. No. Um, so. AEW has took the slot of what uh, Impact was years ago. Um, so Even WCW was bigger, yeah. better yes. than AEW. That, that's the biggest comparison I'm hearing is AEW is like WCW, but unfortunately, to me, it's WCW in the late days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dying WCW. Yeah. Like, the... The height of the NWO era, WCW, yep. fucking light years ahead of where yeah. AEW is. Yeah, you know, you know what? Who Tony Khan needs? You know who who he needs to turn that oh, ship around? This ought to be fucking good. Vince, Vince Russo. Oh, Vince Russo, mastermind of the wrestling industry. I'll do you one better. Do you know who Tony Khan needs to turn that fucking ship around? Vince McMahon. Oh fuck! No way in hell it would happen. But never say you, never, bro. You th- you honestly think Vince could work with that? Fuck yes, really. He would fire everybody. <laughs> clean, slate. clean slate, clean <coughs> slate. Nuke it from orbit. The only right. way to be sure. Okay, Vince just sold all his stock, and he just made six, almost seven hundred million dollars <laughs> just selling his stock. They forced him out of his own company. Yep. Vince McMahon needs to go find Billy Corrigan, give him a couple million dollars, take over the NWA. Corrigan's too busy touring with the Pumpkins to even do anything right Right, now. Right, And they said, NWA almost, almost had a chance. Almost had a chance. (laughs) They were so close to a TV deal until that pay-per-view. CW, that's like not a small network. Yeah. And then they get fucking busted doing a cocaine party at a fucking show. And it was Corgan's idea. <sighs> that was Corgan's idea. Right. To have Mitchell do that. She totally destroyed any chance they yeah. had. Yeah. It's, very, it's, it's been interesting to hear the whole CW thing. So NXT goes on, going to be on there on Wednesday nights, I believe. Yeah. Um, starting next year. Yeah. Um, they were originally looking at Ring of Honor. Two years ago. Yeah, and that blows my mind that Tony Khan would not jump yeah. at that opportunity. That is weird. That doesn't make any sense. No. Why? Like, when a TV network comes up and say, hey, we want your product, and you say no, get out of the fucking wrestling business. You have no business being in the wrestling yeah, business. Yeah, Tony Khan, he's, he's, he, had, he started out a little strong, but it's... it's he's, because he was new and shiny. He yeah. was the new girlfriend. Uh, yeah, and he was just... He's doing all the dream matches and all right. that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's totally lost it. Right. So because it's the same shit every week. Nonsensical booking and hot shotting mm-hmm. all over the place. 
Everybody's fucking tired of it. Small, small nuggets. Of, it's of indie gold wrestling in on a bigger scale, but it's still indie fucking wrestling. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a super indie. That's all it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you look at any indie promotion, who do you have on it? Fucking untrained geeks and guys that used to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yep. So tell me that AEW isn't a super indie because it's got fucking hardly trained fucking indie geeks Mm -hmm. and guys that used to be on the big show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the big show fucking Paul White, but... In the show. That, again, that street fight and Hobbs tossed him off the stage onto a limo or something. Yeah. That was all he did for that match. Apparently, that was the only notable thing. So, how's that match end? Big Show's partners are in the ring celebrating while Show is still laid out in the back because of that bump. Like, that's what you brought him out for? Yep. Really? Yeah. That is sad. And it wasn't even a good fucking body slam. No, it didn't even look good. No. Fucking powerhouse Hobbs needs to hit the fucking gym a little bit harder because he was fucking shaking all over the yeah. place, scaring the living fuck out of Big Show. Right. I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. It did It did look scary. Like Big I'm Show like, yeah. was fucking petrified <laughs> to get up off the fucking ground yeah. in that man's arms. Not too many people have been able to have done that to him. And the ones who have are bigger than Hobbs. Right. Right. And fucking. Mm. And that, that and even that was even back when show was bigger. Right. You know, he's like, not okay. as big now. No. So who'd, who'd big show say who, who felt safe? Cena fucking Lesnar Lesnar. And who's the third? You talked about three guys that were fucking. I can't remember the third. I just remember Lesnar and Cena. Yeah, Cena and Lesnar. Powerhouse Hobbs. Is neither no. of those guys. No. And for for Big Show to put his fucking faith. Taker? Did Taker lift him? Was Taker the other one? No, Kane. Kane. It was Kane. Yeah. Yeah, which. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Glenn Jacobs is a fucking giant human being. Yes, he is. So, powerhouse Hobbs to fucking be. Fucking shaking, yeah. rattling, and rolling as he's trying to pick up the big show. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, I know, I know for a fact, big show is shitting bricks <laughs> because he goes, I'm getting hurt. I know I'm going to be getting hurt in this, this stupid al- fucking al- thing. Almost makes me wonder if there was, if he was supposed to do a little bit more and he's like, nah, <laughs> Fuck. I wouldn't let him. No, no, there, there's been many guys that said after I got slammed on my shoulder. There's a lot of guys, I want to body slam me. It's like, nope, nope. I, I look at you, and I do not believe you are capable of picking me up and putting me back down in a safe fashion. Hmm. I pulled so many guys down on top of me. Really? They're, they're, trying to, they're trying to pick me up. I go up light. I go, I have, and when I get to that, to that turn, and they're starting to fucking feel shaky and shit like that, I go like, nope, and I take over from there, and if I can crumple into and pull them down on top of me. Okay. There's no way I'm going to let them get me fucking inverted vertically. You have that much control in that position? Fuck yes. Okay. I, uh, I do. Again, I do. no idea. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there there was, for the long, Dawn from G, uh, GWN. Yep. 
He was one of the only guys that I would let do that because I knew he could do it properly. Okay. CK Savage was the, was another guy. All those other fucking wing nuts, they never had. Not ruined? Not fucking ruined. <laughs> Love him. Great guy. Ain't picking me up. The bully, the fucking, fucking, the beast. No, no. No, no, no. Fucking. What, 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 what? You don't trust Angus? No. Not after he fucking cracked my sternum. <laughs> yeah. So, you, and he couldn't even fucking control himself. No. Did you? Did I, I, I only saw him a couple times, and yeah. Yeah. I, okay. My opinion doesn't matter in this case. <laughs> I have no wrestling, opinion. Wrestling in a match. Me and Shooter. Team tap out versus the bully and the beast. Mm-hmm. On the drive up, Shooter informs me, yeah, bro, I fucked up my back lifting. So I'm, Sean goes, I'm going to start. If I can't do it, I'm going to tag out, and you got to do the entire match. It's like, fine, whatever. Not a big deal. Okay. Sean gets in there, locks up, goes, nope. Tags out instantly. I'm like, it's going to be a long night for my. <laughs> it's going on and on, doing the match. <clears throat> Angus Campbell gets, bumps me in the corner, pulls me in. He's going to do like a, like a sit down splash kind of thing. Like okay. a, where he, where he jumps on the, the bottom rope and he gets up and kind of just sits down on your chest. Okay. He gets up there, bounces, comes down fucking loses his grip on the ropes i do remember the story and uh, comes straight down onto my chest and i'm just like that fucking hurt and that's not even like that that's not a difficult move to perform exactly to keep your all you, all you have, have to do, to do is, is hang on to the fucking ropes and he couldn't do that couldn't do that Damn. And you're thinking, oh, he can just pick me up and body slam me. No. no. You can't hold on to the ropes. What makes you think you can pick up a 300-pound dude? Right. <laughs> so. Right. That when you're tired. There was a guy that, okay, Wyerton. I was wrestling the guy that brought the ring that I was fucking terrified to be in. He goes, yeah, I, this is my move I want to do. It's like a falcon arrow. I was like. Okay. Okay, you want to do a falcon arrow to me? All right, okay. We're in we're in the dressing room. I'll go, pick me up, do the mat, like do the move. Like, don't fucking do the move, but get me in the position. Right. And he's fucking all over the place, rocking and roll. He's fresh, not worked a match. And he's fucking all over the place with me. And I'm just like, that's not gonna fucking happen. Jeez. Yeah. So when it comes comes to the fucking match. Goes to the finish. Go. He picks me up, and he's fucking worse than before. I fall fucking backwards. I pull him down on top of me. One, two, and he's trying to get up because it's not the finish he wanted. I'm pulling him down. On t- I'm holding him on top of me. You had to pin yourself. I pinned myself. I looked at the referee. I go, count fucking three. And the referee like, three. <laughs> And like Nick's like, oh, the, the, I messed up the finish. I'm like, it's fucking all good. You got your hand raised. Nobody fucking knows. Yep. Nobody's none the wiser of what was supposed to go. And I get to go home in one fucking piece. That's where you know the, the botches. You know that term that people hate. Yep. Um, 
if you can botch, and unless it's really, really obvious that you fucked up, roll with it. The best ones do, yeah. and you just don't know. Right. The that, only way, the only way the crowd knows you fucked up if is if you stop and say, fuck, we fucked up. Yep. Yeah, that's the, that is the only way. So, or if somebody's hurt, legit yeah, hurt. If somebody's legitimately hurt, you shouldn't be fucking doing any more to that person. Exactly. <sighs> These fucking modern day wrestlers need to slow the fuck down and learn what fuck what they're doing. Nope, wrong button. Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank Slow you for down listening. and learn how to do the fuck <laughs> you're supposed to do. Y'all come back now. Yeah.